Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos of Kovav. We're starting three lines from the top, the second to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Yisrael and Devari Gildin in honor of the birth of their new granddaughter, born to their children, Tzvi and Miriam Gildin. They should have endless Yiddish Shanachas from their beautiful Mishpacha. The Gemara says, Our Mishnah had said if a person makes a destructive act, so they're going to be Pater. Anyone that does a destructive act is going to be Pater, except for someone that inflicts a wound or someone that burns something. They're going to be Chai for that. Amr Lei, Rabbi Yechon told him, Go take your Brisa and teach it outside the base Medrash. This is not a Mishnah, meaning this is not a valid source. We don't Paskin like this. And even if you want to tell me that it is valid, where he will paskin like that, it's only in a specific case of where he inflicts a wound on something because he needs it for his dog. He needs to take the blood from that wound and give it to his dog for some reason. And he's burning something because he needs the ashes, so then it's considered a constructive act and not a destructive act. Now the Gemara asks on Rabbavo, Ivo Anantanan, we learn in our Mishnah, call him a kalkulin paturin. All Makaklin are Pater, and we don't say Chutz for Chayvul and Mavir. We say Amasnis and Reb Yehuda, Brass Reb Shimon. The Mishnah must be Reb Yehuda, and the Brass is Reb Shimon. Rashi explains that this is talking about a unique Machlaikas between Reb Yehuda and Reb Shimon that we don't find anywhere else, whereas Reb Yehuda would tell us that you're going to be Pater in this case, and Reb Shimon would tell you that you're Chayv in this case. My time is Reb Shimon. What's the reason Reb Shimon, the Gemara continues? May the Israchal Mila from the fact that we need a special Pasuk to tell us that it's okay to do Bris Mila on Shabbos that implies Chayvul Baal Machayv, that Chayvul usually is going to be chayev, and the chavala, the wound that a person's inflicting by doing bris milah, that's going to be okay to do on Shabbos. And from the fact that the Pasuk needs to tell us that we may not burn the daughter of a kain who commits adultery, so we burn her by pouring molten lead down her throat, from the fact that the Pasuk has to tell us that you're not allowed to do so on Shabbos, it must be that in a standard case of burning, you would be chayev. We see from here that in the usual case of burning, you're going to be chayev. Whereas Rabbi Huda, he would respond to this, hasam over they are metakin who you're actually doing a constructive act. Kid Ravashi, just like Ravashi tells us, Dom Ravashi Ravashi says, Mali Takin Mila, Mali Takin Kli. What's the difference by being metakin Mila or being metakin a Kli? The same way that a person does bris Mila onto a child, he's being metakin the child, he's doing a constructive thing to the child by making him a full fledged Jew. That's the same thing as fixing up a Kli. It's not destructive. And Mali Vashal Psila, Mali Vashal Samanim. What's the difference between cooking or burning a wick or cooking the dyes used for the Mishkan? As we had said, we would take a piece of lead and melt it down and then pour it down the Bas Kahin's throat. So he's being mavashal this psila. That's a constructive act, not a destructive act. So too, that's the same thing as cooking the dyes used for the Mishkan. Again, it's constructive, not destructive. The Gemara concludes, Shira Malabin. We had said that the shear of one who's being Malabin and he's going to be chai for that, that is double the width of a sit. Rabbi Yosef, machvi kafel, he demonstrated this shear as kafel as double. He demonstrated this shear was the distance between the index finger and the middle finger times two. Whereas of Chiyabar Ami, Machvi, he demonstrated the shear as Pashut, as a simple measure, meaning instead of saying that it's double the width from the index finger to the middle finger, he simply showed that that same shear is obtained by measuring the distance between a person's index finger and his thumb. They're not arguing in the size of the shear, they're just arguing in how to show how large the shear is. And the Mishnah continues, Rabbi Hudaimer, Rabbi Hudaimer says, Hatzad Sipur Lamegdal, someone that traps a bird in a cloud. Closet, meaning he chases this bird until it goes into the closet, and then he closes the door so it's effectively trapped. With Tzvi Labayas, he does the same thing to a deer into a house. Chayv, he's going to be chayv because these things are considered effectively trapped. They say, you're right, you're going to be chayv for trapping a bird into a closet. However, 
a person could be chayev even for trapping a deer in a garden, a courtyard, or some sort of enclosure. It doesn't have to be into a house. Even though it's larger than a house, it's still going to be considered trapped. He says, Not all enclosures are the same. This is the rule. If it's lacking trapping, putter, meaning if you chase this animal into an area where you still have to do something else in order to trap it, you're going to be putter for trapping it. And by that same token, if it was ready in this area and on Shabbos you went in and you effectively caught it, then you would be high for trapping. But if it's not lacking trapping, if you chase this animal into an area where now you don't have to do anything else, it's considered effectively trapped, then you would be high. And by that same token, if it was ready in there on Erev Shabbos and then you went in and you took it on Shabbos, you're not going to be high for trapping it because it was already trapped before Shabbos. The Gemara says, Tanan Hassan, we learned over there, and you're not allowed to trap fish from a fish pond on Yandif, and you're not allowed to put food in front of them. The relationship that food and trapping have to do with each other is if an animal is considered trapped, so then it's not Mokta and you're allowed to give it food. However, if it's not considered trapped, then it's Mokta and you're not allowed to give it food. Continues the Gemara, you're allowed to trap wild animals or birds, and you're allowed to give them food. The Gemara says, enclosures that house wild animals, birds, or fish, if you're not allowed to trap from them on Shabbos, you're not allowed to put food in front of them. Obviously, we see that from the second b'risa, that a chayo oif or dog that's inside of an enclosure is not considered trapped. And if you do some sort of pa'ula to trap it, then you're going to be chayo. The Gemara says, kasha chayo, chayo, kasha oifes, oifes. We have a steer both in the halach of chayo and oif. The Gemara says, bishleim a chayo, chayo, like kasha. I understand there's no steer between the halacha of chayo and these two different memras. Ha Rabbi Yehuda, One's Rabbi Yehuda, one's Rabbanon. Rabbi Yehuda is more mekel, and Rabbanon are more machmir, as we had seen in our mission. We have a stira birds on birds. If you're going to tell me there isn't even a stira birds on birds, because one's talking about where the enclosure is roofed in, so then it's considered trapping it, and one's considered where it's not roofed in, so it's not trapping it. A house is roofed. Both according to Yehuda and Rabbanon in our Mishnah, if a person traps a bird inside a closet, so then he's chayv, that's Consider trapping it, but Labayas Loy, if he traps it in a house which is roofed, he's still not considered Chai for trapping it, so we can't use that as a differentiation in between these two different memras. We can't say that one's roofed and one's not roofed. The Gemara says, Amarabba Barav Huna, Hacha over here, meaning the case of our Mishnah, but Sipar Jaraskin, and we're talking about a bird that is called a drawer bird, Lafisha Enimakabela's Marus, because it doesn't accept mastery, meaning it doesn't allow you to trap it. It's constantly flying from one rafter to another, one window post to another, and will never allow you to trap it. Therefore, in our Mishnah, both Rabbi Yehuda and the Chalm agree that the only way to trap this drawer bird is by putting it into a closet. Whereas we can differentiate between these two different members that the Gemara brought. One is talking about where it was in a roofed bever, and one's talking about where it's in a non-roofed bever. And Tanit Be'er Bishmol, Why is it called a Tzipor Jar? It dwells in a house just like it does in the field, meaning it's constantly flying from here to there and doesn't allow anyone to trap it. Now the Gemara says, Now that we've come to this conclusion that we don't have to say that these two brises are and we could explain that each price is talking about something different. So it's also not a stira chaya chaya. We could answer one is talking about a large enclosure, one's talking about a small enclosure. What is a bever gadol and hechidon bever katan? What is a small enclosure? There's a difference. Amravashi Ravashi says, Kol basrei, as long as you can chase after this animal that's inside, umati labachad shechia, and reach it in one effort, one attempt of trying to catch it, bever katan. That's considered a small enclosure. Therefore, if you chase the animal into it on Shabbos or Yantif, that's considered trapping it. If it was 
in there on Shabbos or Yantif, so it's already considered trapped, and then you're not chai for taking it. V'idach, but if it's too large, you have to chase it and catch it in more than one effort, Bever Gadol, that's considered a large Bever. Inami, or, Kol if the shadows of the walls fall on each other, Bever Katan, that's considered that it's small because the walls are so close to each other. V'idach, or if it's so large that the shadows of the walls do not fall on each other, Bever Gadol is considered a large enclosure. Vinami or alternatively, Kol Hechadaleka Ukti Ukti. If there are no corners or crevices where the animal can hide when it's running away from you, Bever Kata, and then that's considered small. Ve'idach, or if it has a lot of crevices and corners, then Bever Gadol is considered a large enclosure. The Mishnah quoted Rabshim and Gamliel, giving us a klal, and Amrav Yosef, Amrav Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Halacha Rabshim and Gamliel, the halachas like him. Amr Abai Abai tells Rabbi Yosef, Halacha Mechal de Pligi, when you say the halachas like him, that implies that someone argues with him. But the Chachamim don't argue with his klal. Amr he told him, Why do you care? What do you care if the Chacham don't argue with him? I'm still saying that the Halachas like him. Amr so Abai responded, Gemara Gamor, Zmairasa Tehei. We learn Gemara, we learn something. It's just supposed to be a song. What are we, just singing songs? We're learning something to have a practical nafkamina out of it. So why are you saying something that doesn't seem to have a practical nafkamina? Now it's unclear whether or not Abai agrees to Rav Yosef or disagrees with him based off of this last statement of the Gemara. The Gemara continues, Tan Rabbanan, Hatzad Svi Suma Vyashen, some of the traps, a blind or sleeping deer, Chayv, he's going to be Chayv. Chigar, Vizak, and Vachela, if it's lame, old, or sick, Potter, then he's Potter. Amalei Abai, the Rav Yosef, Maishna, Hani, Maishna, Hani, what's the difference between these two types? He says, Ah, Hani, Avidi, Lerabuye, the blind or sleeping deer will try to slip away from you once he feels that you're there. But Hani, the lame, old, and sick one, is not going to slip away from you. Therefore, they're considered trapped already, and therefore you're not going to be chayev for trapping them. But we have a b'raisa chayev, that if you trap a sick deer, you're going to be chayev. Rav is like, it's not a problem. One is where it's sick because of fever, so then it's still going to run away from you, and if you trap it, you're chayev. But if it's sick because of fatigue, that means it's very tired, it's considered nitzad va'imit, it's already considered trapped, it's not going to run away from you, so you're not chai for trapping it. Tanra Banan, more about trapping. Hatzad Chagavim, some of the traps, grasshoppers, gazim, which is a different type of grasshopper. Tzirin, hornets, viatushin, and mosquitoes. Bishabas, he does so on Shabbos. Chayv, he's going to be chayv, divir ab meir. they say, if this species of animal is trapped, chayv, so he's going to be chayv for trapping it. And grasshoppers and gazim are trapped for food, so therefore you're going to be chayv. But if this species of animal or thing is not usually trapped, putters, then you're going to be putter, as in hornets and mosquitoes are not usually trapped for any constructive purpose, therefore you would not be chai for trapping them. That doesn't mean it's mutter to trap them, it's still also to trap them, but you'd be putter. The Gemara continues, If a person traps grasshoppers at the time when there's dew on them, putter is going to be putter. Why? Because the dew blinds their eyes and they can't move, so they're considered trapped. But if you trap them at the time when it's very hot outside, this is like the intense summer heat, chai you're going to be chayv. Even though they're less active at that time, nonetheless, it's still considered like trapping them. He says, he comments on the Tanakama. If they're coming in swarms, potter, then you're going to be potter. So the Gemara asked, they asked, was he going on the Reisha? He was going on the first statement that if you trap them at the time of dew, then you're potter. And he was being machmir, saying only if they're in swarms. Was he going on the Seifa in reference to that if it's a summer heat, you're chayv. And he says, no, if they're coming in swarms, then you're potter. And that means that he's mekel. We have a very clear bride. Some of the traps, grasshoppers, at a time where the dew is on them, putter is going to be putter. Shasa sharav at the time of the intense summer heat. Chayv is chayv. Elazarbanavayoymer. Even at the time of the summer heat. If they're coming in swarms, putter is going to be putter. This is because they're so easy to take. There's so many of them in one very close area, so they're considered trapped, and you're not chayv for trapping them. 
And more about trapping in the Mishnah says, Tzvisha Nichnas Labayas, a deer enters a house on its own volition. You didn't chase it there. Vinal Echeb Bafanov, but someone now closed the door, trapping the deer inside. Chayv is Chayv. If two people close the door, Patur and their Patur. If one person's unable to close the door, it's too large and heavy. Vinal Ushnaim, and two people close it together. Chayav, and then they're going to be Chayv. Reb Shimon Patur, Reb Shimon says they're Patur. As we know, we learned previously, Reb Shimon, it Patur's anytime two people do Malacha together, even though it's only able to be done by two people, they're still going to be Patur. The Gemara says, Amrav some that traps a lion on Shabbos. Until he puts it in a cage specially designed for a lion. Rashi explains, because even if you're holding it, it's trapped, you have a rope or whatnot, if it gets mad, it's just going to rip and tear everything in its path and run away. So it's not really considered trapped unless it's in its cage. And the Mishnah continues, we're still talking about this deer that is in a house. However, the deer was in the house on Erev Shabbos. Now on Shabbos, one person sat in the doorway. But he didn't fill up the doorway, and there was still enough space for the deer to run out. And now a second person sat next to the first guy and filled up the doorway, effectively trapping the deer. So now the second one is Chayv. The first guy sat in the doorway, and he filled it up, and so he was the one that trapped the deer. And the second guy came and sat next to him. Even though the first guy got up and walked away, and now the second guy is left trapping the deer. The first one's Chayv, and the second one's Potter. Why? What's is comparable to Lunayla's base to someone who locks his house, Lashaimer to guard it. He wants to have an extra guarding, and it turns out that there's a deer inside of his house. This is talking about where the deer was already trapped in his house and the door was already closed. This person just locked the door because he wanted an extra shmira, wanted to make sure no one was going to break into his house. So therefore, he didn't do any extra act of trapping. The deer was already trapped, therefore, he's going to be putter. So too, the first person already effectively trapped the deer. The second guy sat down next to him. That's considered like an extra shmira. That's like locking the door. Now that the first guy left, that's not going to be Machai of the second guy because the second guy isn't doing anything that the first guy didn't really accomplish. More about this tomorrow in the Gemara. Everyone should have a wonderful day.